Adam only wanted to prompt discussion. Uh -huh. To a degree, that's Adam what was he telling did. an interesting. No, story. I actually no, no, made no, no. a pretty good metaphor. Mm. I basically, I, I, so. I compared, compared IMDb, IMDb trivia to, to finding a diamond in the mud, I, uh, but but sifting through it, but it's and not really being diamond. worth it. But then being like, it's oh, worth, this is worth eight hundred dollars. He so, found eight hundred dollars in a week. That's right. a pretty cheap diamond. Okay, hey, if eight hundred dollars is nothing to you, I know, geez. fine by me. I want to dig through the mud. Yes, it is worth nothing to me. Okay. If you said, if you said, hey, I'll give you eight hundred dollars to go dig through the mud in New York City for a week, I would decline. I would once, say once no again, thank you. The perfect metaphor, because I read the IMDb trivia and you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and my point is you're wasting your life in the well, mud. Yeah, no, he, he just leaves the mud. This is my he's choice. Not, he's this not is wasting. all acknowledged in his metaphor. He's, he's likening himself to a, uh, someone yeah, who just I, I, I wasn't saying I'm say, right. Did it say how many hours he was doing it? Because if it's only a couple hours, I think totally it was a worth long it. Time. He said he brought tweezers and all kinds of other really depressing tools. That's to the guy's life. Maybe he maybe he <clears throat> digs the mud, goes home to his beautiful house, yeah, and sorts through the mud there. Yeah, his box. There's yeah. Wait, so maybe it's he his diamonds. Maybe he doesn't do it in there, like the. He he comes out there and he goes. <laughs> he's oh, I found something. <laughs> diamonds he's sprinkled. His diamonds, diamonds, my lord. Yeah, right. I know what you're talking about, Adam. I saw something similar, except it was like it was people in Manhattan, except they would like scrape the dirt out of the cracks in sidewalks yeah. and then like pan that, and there'd be just tiny fucking little shitty specks of diamonds that like fell out of people's jewelry. In there. Wow. So, it's it's weird because, you know, you'll. You'll play an RPG, and you'll think, God, it'd be cool to be an adventurer and go find treasure. That's what those people are doing, except it's really depressing and stupid. So, you know. But they're doing it in real life. It's not an RPG. It's real. Yeah, and that makes it suck. Like, what, they're making $800 a week. What's the equivalent of like, a, like somebody who hunts dragons it. nowadays? Somebody who, like, I don't know, somebody captures who hunts wild boar dragon in nowadays as yeah. opposed to when they hunted When they actually hunted dragons back then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For meat. Dragon meat. Speaking of dragons. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by War Dragons, the hit mobile game that you can see there. Uh, you can click on the link in the description to get a free starter pack. Uh, it's also sponsored by Blue Apron, who, uh, who saves you from having to go kill dragons for meat because they'll deliver it right to your home. <laughs> so thank you, sponsors. Hear more from them in a bit. Uh, yeah, I think, I think we can all agree, though, that Adam is the, the modern-day equivalent of a treasure hunter. Lawrence, you didn't do the Dude Soup intro. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Welcome to a... Uh, physical bowl of dude soup because my phone is being occupied playing War Dragons. Thank you, Jennifer. Paper. Thanks, Thanks, Jennifer. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Jennifer's off screen, playing her heart out. We put the sex doll where a human would normally sit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't and want we, Jennifer we, to we think put, she's too much of a human. We put being. Jennifer in a much more uncomfortable chair. Well, well, at least Jennifer knows we don't consider her a sex doll. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, 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 I hear Omar saying fuck over the speaker. Uh oh. Uh -oh. What's, wrong, what's wrong, Omar? I just got another RF hit. Ooh. Hey, you know what? It's okay. No big deal. How you doing down there? How you, you doing, doing, baby? I got my little pack out here right here. I'm just I'm <laughs> trying okay. to stay I'm sure, I'm sure somebody on Reddit oh. will know how to solve this problem. I'll just put oh, it right boy. there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess to start off, Adam has, Adam's had a bitty, huh? busy like four days. I took a vacation. You're about to take a vacation too. You're going to do the same vacation as me. Yeah. Except uh, I'm going to see a lot more people with colored hair and tattoos and, and like 40-year-olds that think they can still mosh. There's... I got, I got really mad last night, so. I'll, That's the I'll, best way to start any <laughs> sentence I've ever heard. I don't, I mean, I don't really get angry, angry, but so uh, James and I, unrelated to each other, went to the Cure concert, um, and people are awful um, human beings. Why? Just, well, I remember I was just walking down the street. We're trying to get out of there because the metro oh, leaves yeah. at midnight. Yeah. Oh, people yeah. People were just dragging their feet. People leaving the bowl are the worst. And there was a guy that he, he represented all things that I hate about Los Angeles, <laughs> and that's the, the transplants, <laughs> the people who come here and they, they're not from here. Like, 
Bruce and I are probably the only people who have any sort of like hometown pride. Because we're actually, actually from, from LA. Yeah. And this guy goes, I remember when I first moved to LA and I stayed at that hotel and I was so excited I couldn't sleep. I wanted to turn around and just push him in the street. <laughs> and go, you're what's wrong with this place. There's fucking 18.6 million people in this town and it's crowded because of people like you who have this like great magical idea of what LA is. LA sucks and it's my home. <laughs> <laughs> Only people who grew up here are allowed to hate it? Yes! Oh, no, you get He was positive. He was, had yeah, a maybe, positive maybe reaction. He, he, he loved it. Maybe he loved No, it. I hate people who come with a beautiful, bright-eyed vision of L.A. because it's not that. Well, most of it's not. I hate there are parts of it. Most cities aren't that, though. Yeah, that's true. Good. Have you ever been to a city and been like, here I am, and you're like spinning in the streets? No. No, yeah, because they're all shit. Yeah. But that's how a lot of people yeah, are like with good. Los Angeles, and they're like, man, the Cure's just playing every night. I can just... <laughs> I can look at the hotel I stayed in last week when I first came out here when I wanted to be an actor. Anyway, I need to go back to the, my job. I, I would I would up the ante and say that you're you're in the right ballpark. That 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 group of people leaving the Hollywood Bowl after a Cure concert might be some of not They're necessarily the, the Cure, but I was gonna say, some I don't of the think worst you're people. Like many of some them. of the worst people in the world are the people leaving a concert after the Hollywood Bowl, and and we're in that group. But yeah. the worst person, someone who's worse than the person you described, is the woman who is, how many people do you think were on one of those corners at any given time? Well, so I- 2,000, well, well, 2,500 really? people? I looked it up, the Hollywood Bowl holds 17,000 people. Right, okay. I'm gonna, it's, it's Lawrence's mic. I'm gonna mute the stream so I can switch to RM. Okay. Great. Well, that was right. So, so we, right we, now we, we, we can talk pan, though. Right in the heat of my story. Oh, we can't talk. So what's gonna happen here? Yeah, I was gonna say, we should so probably play a game because we, this is still recorded. How do we? Are we going to play three-way? How do we do three-way? Ready to go. Which, there has to be a, a hierarchy, though. So whoever has the best one. Yeah. Let's, let's see what happens. Okay. One, two, three. What? It's one, two, three, shoot. Oh. You crazy? I shoot on three. But I guess I'm crazy because you two both did it. Okay. On, on, on three? On three. Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> nice! And you even and threw yeah. scissors! And we beat him. And we beat him. All right, all right. So now it's just you and I. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, but it's on, it was on three, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was trying to go really? off of James's right. weird way. One, two, three. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> never to never right, do, do rock. No, all three. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Ooh. Uh, uh, all, right. <laughs> all right, now it's just you. One, two, three. Fucking damn it. <laughs> all right, let's go. Right. One, two, three. Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a fun way of playing. Right. Ready? One, two, three. Good <laughs> 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 style. <laughs> all right. One, two, three. Aha. Right. All right. I'm going to kick that off the table. Oh, that's real good. I'm going to. I can tell. I, I guess people, because people can still see this on YouTube, right? Uh, yeah. I'm not imagining YouTube. that YouTube. They, well, no, I mean, like, we're going to record it. We're going to put this up as part of the video. Yeah, I, I mean, I might, I might edit this out. <laughs> might. All right. I Just if I you can make up. it seamless between where I was shouting before yeah. and when I'll be shouting again. <laughs> <laughs> dead air is pretty good for a podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, 534.1. Yeah, Bruce, if you want to just like, we can just buy some shit from Ikea and just put some desks here and we can put the mic stands here. That's well, it would be a cheaper option. We can just reuse the mics we have. We have to move equipment around, but. Well, I mean, we have to anyways. So yeah. We might as well. Yeah, I mean, Omar was talking about putting four shotgun mics on the table and just arranging them so they point at everything. But we'd have to buy we'd shotgun mics. We'd have to buy, buy the shotgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the audio technicas are a couple hundred, but. And the well, we don't, well, I'm just saying we just reuse what we have. What I don't want to do is I don't want to buy. Sh like shitty stuff. I, I want to spend a lot of money on it. I know. Um, so, hello. I'm talking. It's time for podcast. Who's ready? 
for podcasts. We already started the podcast. Who's ready for podcasts? <laughs> no, we're starting over. This is this is a new podcast. Oh, I have to do the whole thing again. No, I no. forgot my bit. Am I am I good, Omar? How how am I sounding? Is it time for podcast time? Time for podcast time. All right, you can go. All right, we're live. Sorry about that, everybody. Pick it up, James. Okay, so <laughs> twenty five hundred people on sure. the corner of one of the most busy intersections in remember. all of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? And this is the worst person that night. No, I can't see your Uber. I'm on the corner. Oh, the Uber. I'm on the corner. (laughs) This woman who is probably like five foot three Mm -hmm. on her phone with an Uber driver saying, I'm on the corner, surrounded by (laughs) 2,500 people. Uh, If I was that Uber driver, I would have just turned into the crowd and just just driven them all down. Well, there there was another part too when we were leaving. I didn't know this, but there's an underground tunnel that takes you across. It goes under Mm -hmm. Hollywood or whatever, the, the street Hollywood. And I immediately flipped out because I just imagined two gates shutting in and then being closed in with all these people. <laughs> Burn <laughs> them! And then a homeless man on fire running at yeah. me. Cool. Um, but the problem with that That's is there's cool. a lot of people just standing there holding shirts being like, yeah, sure, it's five dollars, five dollars. And you're just like, I, I'm trying to get through, like you're in the way and it's slowing down traffic. But the worst part was, I immediately went from like, God, I hate these people selling shirts to this one guy going, huh, look at these idiots selling shirts. I'm like, fuck you, he's trying to make a living. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> a lot of people were buying shirts. Yeah. A yeah. lot of people were buying shirts. They were all stopping. It was like a market. I you, felt like it was in a like a Turkish you bazaar. You can't wear the band shirt at the show. So, so buy it many people were. You, oh yeah, no. So think, many people so were wearing pure shirts, and I was like, be a, uh, who looks in the mirror and you're goes, not supposed to do that. Yeah. Which shirt should I wear to this concert? You're not supposed to I do that. I feel like there's a statute of limitations on that though. If you're if you're like. 45 and going to a Cure concert. There you go, yeah. Lawrence is right. Anymore. If you're gonna be on a certain age and the band is like 40 years yeah. old. But you can wear a Rush other, shirt to a Rush concert. There are other people who are doing it right. You're going to a Cure concert. You wear something Mohawk adjacent. your fucking hair. Yeah. Put oh, on yeah. black lipstick. Yeah, yeah. Do all Maybe wear a Morrissey shirt. Do a Cure-like shirt. stuff. Wear a Morrissey shirt? Right? Yeah, yeah, there you Morrissey go. Morrissey yeah. shirt. Do, sure. do Cure-like things? What's the, the absolute stuff? worst is yeah. buying Cry. a shirt at the concert, going to the bathroom and changing into that shirt and then coming out. Oh, I don't know anybody. I've seen people do that. Yeah. I, I saw that at a, like I saw that at a pu- couple of punk concerts, and when I saw it, I was like, "All right, if I see you near the mosh, I'm gonna give you a little extra, a little extra <laughs> elbow." Hard cut to Lawrence falling down. <laughs> Ow! Ow! My ankle! We, there were people wearing the the Cure 2016 tour shirts. Oh! Uh, I saw 2011. That was the vintage one. Ooh, that, they went to it five years ago. Um, Good for them. Jesus. Well, the, also this was I liked. We went to the Hollywood Bowl, which you know is not like a real concert venue where there was a mosh. Yeah. It's a bunch of 45 year old white people. Drinking water. I remember there's one part because people kept standing up because you sit there. I remember standing up and I was looking and I was like, huh, I wonder what the, uh, what the energy's like. And all it was is, uh, yeah, yeah. swaying. That's well, all you can that's do. That's the cure. That's what you do uh, at they, the cure shows. They rocked out kind of hard. They rocked the out did? hard? They did, they did. They How played, they rock out hard? Because a they played a lot of shit post 80s. They played a lot of 90s stuff, which is lots of chugging guitar. Oh. And the light show is actually really good. Yeah. They, the Band was rocking, but you know when a band plays musically rocking, but isn't necessarily like going crazy on stage. Old. You yeah, know, they're old. So it's like you know, it's like Robert Smith, like <laughs> like this singing, but he's like singing his fucking lungs out. Well, when he when he moved, people lost their yeah, shit yeah. because he was just standing there. That's because he doesn't he doesn't no. move very often. Yeah, there's yeah. no. There's he, he took a step back and almost tripped over a cord, and people thought it was dancing, and they freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> That's that a good show. So the other thing too, like I've heard, I've only heard this with, uh, like English bands typically, but like Oasis, apparently they would. I, this is super timely, I know. But apparently they they just don't do shit. They just sit there and go, yeah, here's the song, it. blah blah. And it's like that was kind of the cure. It was like we just do the shit, and like every once in a while, be like. 
Are you having a good night? And people are like, oh my God, he talked to me. <laughs> yeah. He did it. Um, I saw a Radiohead at the Hollywood Bowl and it was almost identical, that kind of show where they just yeah. all took their spots and they just did their thing. Mm. Oh well, it was a good show. I'm looking fun. forward to the Weezer concert I'm going to oh, later oh, this year. Dude, are you really? Kind don't don't yes. let poison you, but Weezer fucking sucks live. Well, oh really? Yeah. I, I saw no. them like- I saw, I saw them at a casino though, so whatever, man. When, when did you see them? How long ago? 2012? I, I saw them- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I saw them in two thousand and they weren't three. Like, burned out. They hadn't climaxed. I saw them in two thousand three like in a club time. with about one hundred and fifty people. It was fucking awesome. That sounds. But awesome. now it's pretty fair to say I think they're probably not very good. It's okay. so weird though. Their music. Their albums are okay still. It, 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 well, I, well, I mean, I would. James, I but yeah. I, I have my James own place with Weezer. Yeah. I have my own place with Weezer. I don't. I don't think that they're bad. I just feel like they haven't really been trying for the last fifteen years. It, but yeah. Um. But. Their music is not so, com sometimes music is really complex and you're like, like I don't understand how Dragon Force oh, is yeah. able to do anything on stage other than look down at their hands, <laughs> you know? Like, but like Weezer, like you just they, they are always the, it. I, I always wanted to meet Weezer just to ask him the question of like, how do you feel that on every rock band and guitar hero, your song is first? Oh, like mm. the easiest? Yeah. It's yeah. always like, you're oh, yeah. easy. Yeah. Well, they're yeah, the well. populist pick, man. They're, yeah. The, uh, yeah. they're, the, they're the easy slot at the karaoke bar. That makes yeah. sense. But like, uh, they, so I, on that note of not trying, I listened to their new album, the white album, whatever, on the way over here. Oh, yeah. And the whole time I just went, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably about like, that. I, I wonder if bands like Linkin Park and Blink-182, like, they just have a template where they go, me and you and girl and love and... That's a song. I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. There's no story involved. It's just really in depth there's on talent involved. Really with in that. depth on Weezer right now. Oh and boy. Because and I think this this happens to a lot of different bands. Um, Weezer wrote the Blue Album. It was a huge success. Everybody loved it. Critically acclaimed. Uh, then they wrote Pinkerton, and Pinkerton's a good album. Actually, relatively musically complex. Yeah. Everybody. Than blue. Uh, what? Better than Blue. Better. Th some people. Uh, some uh, people say easy, music. Omar. It's easy. I say they uh, compliment each other. Yeah. Either way, P people. Were, they hate. Everybody hated Pinkerton. They said it was. Yeah. It was bad. They didn't like it. it wasn't Weezer. Blah, it's blah, one of the blah. worst. Like so. They, so then what happened was Weezer yeah. went back. Yeah. And right. they're like, fuck it. We're green. We're just gonna write the same old shit yeah. over so and over and over. Didn't and then Rivers get like super depressed after Pinkerton came out and it kind of bombed because it was. From yeah. my understanding, it was like super personal. He spent a long time yep. working on it. Tried to make like a very intellectual. goddamn it, Snapchat. Very intellectual. Like album with like a lot of feeling about him and his weird Japanese girlfriend that he yep. couldn't bang because she was too young. Um, so <laughs> He's yeah, right. man, across the sea, you, yeah. you haven't fucking listened. That's what happened. Nope. I I mean, uh, fuck, Oingo Boingo wrote a song called "I Love Little Girls." Yeah, but I, that was I, that was tongue in cheek. I mean, and that uh, was, was more it? about height. No, was it was. It was. I mean, or in was interviews, it tongue in something else. Here, here's what underage she, vagina. Oh, oh. Here's ew! Some, I didn't uh, say that. Ew! Yeah. Here's here's some here's some fucking what's the musical equivalent of IMDb? I don't care. Uh, I mean, Danny, uh, Danny Elfman back in the 80s has done interviews where he's like, I just wanted to incite people. <laughs> That's why I did those music. Like, it doesn't mean anything. I just try, I just try to offend people. Your Honor, yeah. I just <laughs> wanted to incite people. Yeah. And the ultimate offense is having sex with an underage girl. <laughs> I was just trying to incite yeah. people. What do you think of me now? Yeah, I bet you really hate me. Yeah, Your Honor, <laughs> just fooling. And he's uh, like, oh, you're free to go. Uh, you're free to go. Well, it was just kidding. Prank. You're going to jail and you're going to get stabbed to death. I mean, you guys know about that. There was that dude on Facebook <laughs> who kept posting about how he loved girls and stuff. But then he got busted for child porn, and his defense in court was, I was trolling. And what? so I, I wow. had to have it so I could post it so I could troll people about being 
And they were like, you still had it, bro. Cool. He's like, no, 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 it was a joke. You don't get yeah. it. He's like, the, he's like the Punisher. That's what the yeah. Punisher kills people that oh, kill people. That's like my, one of my favorite things on the internet is the bro job, bro job. Uh, yeah. Two, yeah. Guys, <laughs> two guys are going down on each other, but they're having such a laugh. Like, oh, it's totally like we're oh, gay. Dude, oh, totally like we're gay. <laughs> <laughs> bro job, bro job, and they had a good laugh. <laughs> ah, a good come. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my one of my favorite, like, it's like people just pulling the ripcord on their entire lives. It's kind of like on the internet when somebody's just an absolute asshole to us, and then we're kind of a dick back, and they're like, oh, I was oh, just oh, joking, yeah, I was just bro. kidding around. I was just kidding. Yeah. That happens all the time. I, I jumped in yes, last week. Someone posted a thing where they're like, uh, like, I don't understand Adam saying he doesn't believe reviews should oh, exist. Yeah. And I went there and said, I said review scores. I'm fine with reviews, blah, blah. And then the guy goes like, what are you talking about? And then someone goes, he said review scores. He goes, oh, sorry, didn't read it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you, and you're, but the thing is, you're, I saw your response, and it was like, Literally five words, <laughs> and he missed one of them. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that is the sort of the, the world we live in where Google's right there. It's always a little to the left or a little to the right. Like, it's on your phone. It's, it's somewhere <laughs> near you. You can, you can say, okay, Google, right now, and someone's phone's going to go off. There it goes. Um, but, like, there's, there's always the thing Actually, where people will ask something and be like, um, I oh, yeah. use it to keep time. Oh, no worries. You. Um, but like you can have a question where it's like, you'll, you'll see a thread of people and be like, like, did you know in China you can only have one kid bomb? Someone go, what's the population of China? It's like, what? Why would you jump in a Reddit thread just to ask Google that question? Yeah. Just trying to, hey, just like, just like you digging around in mud for diamonds, just trying to spark a little, spark a little maybe, conversation. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm less of like, you fucking idiot. Why are you doing that? It's more of like, this is kind of the world where we live in where it's, it's easier or it's more understanding to shout a question rather than look it up yourself. That's like true. Twitch chat, man. Pe people go into Twitch chat, what game is this? It's right there. Yeah. It's <laughs> at the top all the time in big words. And yet everyone will join a Twitch chat. What game is this? In all caps. I love it. I love that shit, man. Sometimes people forget to update their, their streaming stuff That's and true. it says a wrestling game. I think, I think Lawrence is like <laughs> Lawrence hit on something important though. I think the fact is they're just honestly just trying they're just trying to spark conversation. Yeah. yeah. Like the, it's it's one of those things where like uh, I occasionally will say if somebody's talking to me, I'll be like, oh really? Yeah, obviously, really, right? Like, but that's oh, yeah. a thing that you're you're prompting them to say yeah. more. Yeah. And and like you know, I understand that that response that's, that's is a, asinine. That's but a at the generally same time. good thing just for making conversations with people. So like, I've noticed this: people will have conversations. I'll be like, "Hey, um, did you, uh, there's a new season of Daredevil." He goes, "I know, I've seen it." <laughs> Go. That's the end. And then you go, okay. <laughs> Bye. Good day to you, sir. <laughs> I wish you well in all of your future endeavors. Uh, or like, have you ever talked to someone and you go, like, oh, I saw the cure. I was like, oh my God, I love the cure. I, lo I went to the cure and I saw this and you're like, this you, is about you, me now. You, you tell the story. <laughs> oh yeah, Adam, Adam saying to someone, you tell the story is always my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it coming a mile away. You yeah. see it, Adam's eyes, there's like a glint in it. Yep. Oh, his nostrils flare out a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, about you now. I, well, like, like I'll talk and I'll, I'll usually, I'll have a pause because I don't like, I try not to do the ums and ahs mm -hmm. so often because I know that it, that it sounds bad. So sometimes I'll talk and I'll say something and I'll, I'll be like, oh yeah, so we're going to the store. Uh, we went over to CVS. My turn now. Yeah, and then I go, oh shit, no. <laughs> no, no, don't take it from me. Goodbye. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, uh, am I doing it to you now? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just say that that happened. I I often talk to Elise because she's Why my would wife. you? Um, <laughs> and, and for her, it's kind of that injecting, finding a point to inject is difficult, partially because she just has a softer voice than a lot of the people that she works with. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be in big conversations room and she'll go like, 
and someone are someone has already like steamrolled through check her out of the, the way conversation. into the wall. I, I'll hear that because I, I usually hear you do that, mm -hmm. and I usually hear Elise do that. And then, like people keep talking, and I'll be like, okay, hold on, I have to stop the conversation for Lawrence and Elise, mm -hmm. and I'll think, 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 think. And as soon as I get, all right, hold on a second, I heard Lawrence. Lawrence, go ahead and say what you want to say. Oh, oh good. <laughs> but we're so I we're so uh, uh, like ADD that like the conversation well, has changed. Well, it's totally point. different kind on of, camera. Yeah. Uh, on camera, you have to sort of continue the conversation, mm. so we can't just all pause and wait for the other person mm. or talk over each other. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing that you we have to actually really do. good. Wow. I guess what hey. we're saying is we're really good at what we do. I didn't say that we're at all. Best <sighs> I thought you you guys are all assholes to Elise. Well, yeah, that's yeah. True. Well, we, we had, had that meeting funny, yesterday. Which is every time. <laughs> we had that meeting yesterday. We're all on a Skype call with some of the guys in Austin, and I was looking at the camera. You know how Skype can show yeah, you like, pretty, and there's the three of us just. Taking over and the camera, Elise. and then Elise is just kind of in the corner looking at the the notes, and like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like, "No, go ahead, Elise. Elise, please ask the question." Because I, I felt bad. In my defense, the composition of that webcam setup was I was thinking that Lawrence would be there additionally, and so would offset the weight <laughs> oh, of I the see. webcam, <laughs> but the Lawrence had to do something <laughs> else, and so it was just Elise sitting. Behind us, and since she's smaller and we're very large, it made her look like she was a hundred feet behind us. <laughs> Poor Elise. And when she had something to in, like interject into the conversation, he was like, "Ha!" Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I guess that is like the cure. A little yeah. bit. What were we talking about? It was some. It was something we I had to get used to uh -huh. yeah. when moving to LA. Oh uh, yeah. It's uh, there's a different conversation dynamic here, mm -hmm. and maybe it's just that people in small town Texas are a little slow, uh, mentally and physically. But there was there was always the implicit uh, I will say something, and then be courteous of the fact that there is somebody else in this conversation, as opposed to in L.A. You kind of have to stake your claim early. Mm -hmm. It's like putting a quarter on the arcade machine. Yeah. When somebody's almost done talking, it's already time for you to start. Otherwise, you don't get to talk anymore. I I, I would clarify though that like, in North Carolina, the South, I guess you would say, um, the difference is that. They will hold for you to speak and not at all listen to anything that you're saying. Hmm. So it's like, 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 go ahead, and they'll listen, and it they won't take any of it in, <laughs> and then they'll just say whatever they were going to say afterwards anyway. So it, it almost at certain a certain point, it's not a battle for conversation. It's just two separate conversations hmm. happening. You're talking to a wall. People. This is what's happening. The, yeah, but they're also talking to their own wall because you are saying <laughs> something, and then they'll say, "Wait for you to talk." Hold and now I'm going to say this thing that's mm -hmm. not really related to what you were saying. It's yeah. just what I was thinking anyway, well, like, and you just go back and it's forth. It's like doing an interview during E3 where you're not really listening to oh, any yeah, of the words oh, yeah. that you're saying. You're just picking up a keyword. You're just like, guns. Oh. All you're hearing is, <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, new guns DLC. So the new guns DLC, <laughs> tell me about that. <laughs> 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 you just kind of see like Battlefront in the corner. You're like, that's really I want to play yeah. that. Yeah. I want to talk about that game instead. <laughs> Lawrence, do we need to do an ad read? We do. I'm okay. glad you brought that up. I was going to say, if you if you fancy uh, good conversation, perhaps you should try doing that over a nice dinner that you prepared yourself. <laughs> a Blue Apron. Uh, Blue Apron is a sponsor this week. Uh, they there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff by mail services that tend to advertise on this podcast. Uh, this is probably the best though because they send you food by mail. Ooh. And food is the best. It's better than anything else in the world, really. <laughs> Uh, I challenge anyone to defy me on that one. <laughs> Water. Nope. Uh, chicken breasts in a box is better. Uh, so it's actually pretty cool because they send you everything all pre-portioned out. So they'll send you enough for three recipes in a given week for however many people you have. For me, it's two. Uh, but you may have a family of four or something like that. 
Uh, and then basically they, they'll pre-portion out all the stuff, send it to you. Uh, every recipe is kind of subdivided, so all the small stuff, all the like sauces and powders and whatnot, are gathered into a little plastic or a little paper bag. And then the large stuff just kind of comes separately. Mm -hmm. They send you these giant cards with the recipes on it with like step-by-step -step instructions with photos. Cool. Makes it very easy to do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically the, the service that I always imagined should exist. Now it does. And then also all their ingredients are locally sourced and uh, like wild caught and all that stuff. So they're all into sustainability. Part of that is all the packaging stuff is recyclable too. So essentially I'll take all my stuff out, throw all the like the, the freezer packs back in the box and just toss that in the recycling bin. Mm -hmm. Which as Adam has informed us is a scam, but it makes me feel better. <laughs> no, that's not what he says. He just says there's no point in sorting because it's they're going to sort it anyway. It's creating jobs. That's right. something nothing to do with jobs. But uh, I'm two weeks in now, and it's it's still it's still a really awesome service. Uh, the the meals equate out to less than ten dollars a person, based on the serving sizes and you know the ingredients you get. And the great thing is, is I used to I used to do this inefficiently. Essentially, I would bookmark a lot of recipes, and then I would buy all the ingredients off Amazon Fresh. And then like if I needed one carrot, I would buy a bag of carrots. I talked about this last week. Yep. And then I'd overspend on ingredients and just have all this fucking shit sitting around. Also, if you have a kitchen, you probably have a spice rack that is clogged with crap, and you're like, oh, shit, I need nutmeg, and then you open it, and 17 bottles fall out. <laughs> you're like, well, fuck it, I'll just buy nutmeg, because it's easier than... Re anyway, you don't have to worry about that anymore, because all the spices are included in little pre-sorted containers. And also, the fact that it is pre-sorted saves you a lot of time. There is still some prep, like they'll ship you vegetables, and sometimes you have to peel or chop or dice or whatever. But hey, that's the fun part, provided you have a good set of knives, so... Yeah, uh, it's, it's just been an awesome experience so far. It's exactly what I was looking for, exactly what I hoped existed, and now it does. So uh, for everybody, you can check out this week's menu and get two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com soup. Uh, they say you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. Um, it's pretty great. They, they basically, so not only are the recipes pretty good, but they also give you garnish. So whenever you finish, it actually looks pretty as well. Wow. And they even give you like plating guides and stuff and wine pairings. So it's a way, it, man, it's just a shortcut. Is Joel be behind this whole service? <laughs> kind of sounds like it doesn't. <laughs> the mastermind. I mean, fuck, man, on the, on the Joel tick, every week, so they send you three recipe cards and a fourth card that's just information about a featured ingredient. That's cool. So they'll basically be like, all about peas. Yeah. And you can read about like <laughs> peas and all that. I mean, it's just something to, interesting to like look at while I'm waiting for rice to boil, you know? Yeah. So it's a, it's, it's a cool way. It's kind of a way to dip into to food culture and cooking and all that stuff for people that probably don't do it much anymore. That could be our wedding gift to Joel. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> our, <meal. laughs> <No, no. laughs> our promo code. Our promo code. So once more, that's blueapron.com slash soup. Uh, Blue Apron, the better way to cook, they say. I would agree. It's better than getting one pound of carrots when all you need is one. That's probably an Atlantis more set song. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Blue Apron, for your sponsorship. Once more, that's blueapron.com slash soup. Uh, man, I'm looking forward to this week. I had some stir-fried shrimp yesterday. That was good. Do you know what you're getting? No. Oh. Um, they have all the recipes. It's crazy because... Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. They have like, I'm up to like recipe 800 or something. They just send you three sequential recipes. Hmm. And then the recipes are also on their website with a really easy, it's like blueprint.com slash recipe slash the number. Mm -hmm. So you can also look it up on a tablet or a phone if you don't want to have the card around in your kitchen. Cool. But yeah, there's fucking thousand. It's, I've been, I've been having these future moments recently. Yeah. Like, so I, you were mentioning earlier, I was in Vegas. Vegas is sort of like city of the future. Because, look, hear me out. Is so, this dystopia? <laughs> no, 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 good future. Mm. So, like... Utopia. So, like, um, <laughs> I've noticed this with buildings and stuff lately. Everything's, everything's becoming Blade Runner a little bit. You, you'd like, you like this stuff. But there's, like, buildings <laughs> with lights that, like, just look, like, super neon. And, like, the really tall buildings with, like, crazy light patterns. I'm like, this is kind of futuristic. 
And we went and saw that uh, Cirque du Soleil show. Zumanity. Zumanity. It was uh, a Zumanity? It's all Zumanity. Oh. It was highly recommended by... I didn't, nope. I, I, didn't Chel I think Chelsea may have recommended oh, okay, it. Right, yeah. She's like, there's tits. Go see oh, the show. Oh, okay. What? I was like, yeah. there's nudity in this? Oh, yeah. yeah I want to see the Michael Jackson I want to do one called Eros. And it's just gonna, but it's just gonna be a bunch of athletic Sex. people fucking. Yeah, it's uh, like, but on a well, wheel no, that's going back. Just two girls going down on each other for an hour. <laughs> so this was this was wow. pretty. This was future moment. So artsy. So at one point, <laughs> at one point, a giant ball comes out from the bottom of the floor, and then two naked Asian women are swimming around each other, and like it's supposed to be like a champagne bottle. I'm just like, I'm in the future now. What the this fuck? is cool. Oh, yeah. This is entertainment. Yeah. Like it felt like they were totally uh, naked? something that they would do at Flossed in Paradise. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this feels like weird and futuristic. And then there was like. This super buff midget, like just on a trapeze, like or just like on, on that one of those rope things, just being swung around, and I was like, "This is cool." Wow. Was there any guilt for being part of something so opulent? No, I paid for yeah, it. Yeah, you paid yeah. for it. Well, sure, but that at no point did you consider that people have to trawl around in the mud for micro no, diamonds. The, the aristocrats <laughs> of the future do not feel that kind of. Yeah, thing. no. I, I mean, they just put on their so giant powdered wigs yeah. and then they go to the show. It's like Hunger Games. There, there's yeah. a part in Hunger Games. I don't know if it was in the movie. I know it was in the book. But at one point, they talk about how some of the the, the aristocrats would drink this stuff to make themselves vomit. Ipecac. They drink. They okay. Oh, yeah. Because they would eat until they were full. Drink Ipecac yeah. so they could eat more. So I, I had that. I had that moment in Vegas where, because we went to a buffet and I was like, God, I feel so full. I wish I could throw up and eat again. <laughs> You're too rich. That's what <laughs> rich need people to be, you do. You need to be killed. We, we need to take over the district. Carry around a spit bucket, Adam. Well, that, choo -choo -choo. That, <laughs> the, the confusion there though, I mean, maybe it is closer to Hunger Games than I know, but uh, it, Hunger Games was kind of dumb because it was like, there were people who had it so good. Oh, don't and then and then there's Katniss who's like eating her own, like her own feces. There are people like that in the world right now. That's yeah. how But it, it felt is. like they were like two miles apart. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> that's there's the a only lot difference is that they're and close. It, it, and it felt more like they were like, it, it's sort of like the chappy thing where it's like, it's we, ha chappy. we have all this stuff, but we just don't want to give it to you. Like That's Elysium. That's Elysium. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Elysium, yeah, same oh. fucking movie. Chappy has PS4s. <laughs> that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> well, have you seen like, have you seen like stuff in Brazil where it's like a high rise of yeah. rich as fuck people oh, okay, and yeah. then just destitution <laughs> all around? I played Max Payne 3, I know That's this life, man. That's fucking life. Yeah. Can I, uh, so, you may not have the answer to this. I just thought it was funny that you were like, I don't know how it is in those Hunger Games movies, but in the books, because I would have paid you more for seeing they, the movies and reading the books, but I'm just curious. It all kind of how blends does, together. How do the keeping the, the poor people down affect the economics of the greater world? Do they, do they touch on that? I, so I, I hate dystopian books that do that because it seems so completely unrealistic because the best way to keep the poor people down is give them cheap food McDonald's. that like makes cheap them happy fat. and like have like disposable McDonald's. entertainment like iPhones and things that like you know little mobile games and stuff like I never understood the books where they're like like 1984 we're like we're just gonna beat you into submission until yeah. you want to fight us yeah, no, that's yeah. True. it's like no like you make everyone just a little happy well, well then you like, need some kind of propaganda machine to tell them that right like that there's another enemy so it's not the rich people they create jobs for you they're their friends the government. There's you a, need there's a Fox a, News equivalent. There's a really part. important line there. What you're saying, though, this is getting really this deep. This is awesome. Yeah. This is the best podcast. Um, <laughs> which is basically like they end up realizing that they're not happy enough, yeah. and it's one of those like the, the poor people because they're like, oh, I'm happy eating McDonald's every day, and then eventually something clicks and they go, wait a minute, this sucks. Like, this is yeah, this sucks. Like I'm I'm ter terribly unhealthy. I can't afford what I need, and it becomes this thing where like so. That's what I thought we were supposed to imagine with the Hunger Games. I'm giving the Hunger Games a lot of credit here, where eventually they everybody just uh, end up going into, be, you know, being poor. 
mm -hmm. entirely poor, and it didn't matter what if they were giving McDonald's or not. It was just sort of like, oh fuck, like we're totally poor, and they got beaten right. in submission eventually, and then and the rich became richer, the poor became poorer, and then it. And, and the, the idea of the Hunger Games is that we do it to s scare them. Like, it's basically the threat of action perpetually, right? Like, we beat you in that war once, yeah, and so fear. we're going to have you lose over and over again every single year just to remind you that we can yep. beat you that's anytime. A, okay. I kind of, a, I, gotcha. I, I thought the Hunger Games, the games themselves, was meant as sort of like a distraction, where all year people were like, Oh, it sucks being poor, but I can't wait for those games. It's both. But it's instead, both. Yeah. it's like, yeah, but but then it's always there's this level of fear. I don't know. It was like it, like, like you're saying they they say it's like an anniversary. Basically, yeah. it's like every year, remember this is what this is what happened because you guys rose up and fought against us. Yeah. So yeah. now this is what we're doing to your kids. So we're yeah, gonna keep so reminding we're, you that yeah. you rose up. And yeah. yeah. No, I know you're yeah. right though. Like eventually, you beat them down so much that they're like, well, fuck you. No, that's like, the thing. Like, that's, that's the thing. It's a case study of the failure of a dictatorship. Yeah. Kind of. yep. yeah, you should never, you never want to. keep them stupid and happy. Yeah, exactly. You just, just spread it out a little bit. Keep them watching Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Two that, and a half men. <laughs> Give them the opiate. That's what I thought would have been the more realistic thing about district <coughs> shithole, whatever they lived in. Um, was, was it 12? Maybe it was 12. I don't I know, the, the far off one. But rather than being like, you have to hunt for it? your food. It just. 12, never, it was 12. It doesn't so matter. It's, like it's a number. <laughs> <laughs> it does matter, Adam. Wait till the comments <laughs> tell you, tell you. It matters. I've read all the books. Yeah. I didn't see the last movie though. I just did not care I to did. see it. I was like, this didn't need to be two movies. I only watched them on planes. Yeah, that's the way to do it. It's a good plane movie. Yeah, that's the way yeah. to do it. Hey, we'll try to buy Overwatch? Yeah, well, well, actually no. There's a better segue here. Oh. Speaking, speaking of adaptations of books into media, apparently Game of Thrones is all good. Oh um, yeah. So as, as, uh, crazy. as somebody who's opted out, I can still at least appreciate, because based on, based on the periphery that I've heard, Sounds like the show is doing an amazing job being kind of like complementary material to the, the books. Well, it's more than that. Yeah, no. it's more no, than it's that. More, yeah. yeah. Which is uh, it's fascinating to me because I've seen this process happen a million times. Uh, I think I wrote in here, like all things, this can be related to anime. So <laughs> what happens frequently, and James, you, you'll, you'll understand where I'm going in a second, uh -huh. is that a ton <laughs> of shows, like there will be a manga that starts off and it's really popular, it takes off, and then they're like, shit, we need to make this an animated show, like a, a feature or something like that. So they do, and then before long, they they'll have this body of stuff to work with that yeah. has some good plot lines, maybe some bad ones. Yeah. Essentially, they'll just burn through all the good ones, yeah. and then they'll run out of material, um, which is kind of what the TV show has done. Um, I, w I won't say that it only focused on the good parts of the books, but it's certainly more than caught up to the source material that they have. Well, it's beyond it. No. Yeah, yeah, it's way beyond it. Yeah. What, uh, and There's then what- two things they haven't hit. They, they haven't gotten to yet, but they'll get yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. What, what typically happens in animated shows is they will then have bullshit filler side stories that don't mean anything and have no conclusion and don't really change the landscape of the, the show at all. They're not doing that. They're not doing that, yeah, which is, is really impressive. And the, Dor the Dorn stuff. I, I, I assume, well, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. Finish your... Finish but, your well, yeah. only part, um, I, I think the show deserves a lot of recognition for somehow breaking that pattern because this is something I'm worried about with Marvel movies. They're plugging through all of the major plot lines real fast. That's yeah. true. After they do Thanos, what's left? Yeah. World like War you, Hulk. World War Hulk, you, you have Spider-Man, so you can do black suit and all that dumb shit. Uh, so each, each movie will hit its major points of all of its respective storylines, and then what? Then you reboot it and start over. Reboot, yeah. yeah I mean, the thing, the, I guess the unfair thing there is that if you think about it, Game of Thrones is on year six. What year is the Marvel Cinematic Universe on? 13. Like, when you get into the category of movies, you burn through that stuff way faster, because you can't do, you can't do 
four movies where they're fighting Ultron. Yeah, that's like true. you just can't get away with it. Yeah. But when you're doing seasonal television, you can drag it out a lot longer. Mm. I think I think what impresses me most is how they're adapting. Yeah. You know, like this was my biggest hang up with the Harry Potter movies, movies which I think are fun to watch but ultimately fall short as cinematic ventures because they at a certain point they just started flipping 15 pages and then we're going to make this page mm -hmm. and then going we're going to make this page mm -hmm. without necessarily looking at the books and the stories and the impact that certain events had. So uh, one of the big things I always uh, point to is the Half-Blood Prince, right? Yeah, that's the worst one. Like that movie. Yeah. Ends with spoiler. <laughs> Snape goes, "I am the Half Blood yeah, Prince." It's really bad. And I'm like, and I was like, "So what?" Like yeah. having not read the books, <laughs> I was just watching a movie, and I'm like, "I don't care." Then you looked what, over. He at owned the a post, book once. Yeah, you saw the poster, and you went, "Oh, it's called Half Blood Prince." Oh. <laughs> you and I was like, it. "I was like, what does that? Ma so yeah. what? What does that I mean?" I am Tom Riddle. I Wait, am. wrong one. Yeah, yeah, but it was like it was clearly yeah. because you know whoever was adapting it into a screenplay was like, "This is a pivotal moment." But I'm not too concerned about reaching that pivotal mm. moment like no. the books were. I'm just more concerned about hitting the hitting a lot of the fun stuff that people are expecting but to see from this movie. I'm, I'm waiting for someone with real cojones, some balls, mm. to do what we thought they were going to do with Game of Thrones this season, real which balls. was going to be all flashbacks. Oh, um, they're kind of doing it. They're actually doing, doing it. They're doing it the right way. So though. there's so much fun. Yeah. They're, the, they're, you they're great. Say, yeah. No, they're great. I'll just say, like, with a character who basically is not really doing anything Bran, mm -hmm. right? Like, they've, they, oh, my God. Yeah, they're doing the most Every single time it cuts to him, and it's like he's got his hand on a root, I'm like, yeah, give yeah, it to yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Which is like, you shouldn't be excited about a kid lying right. on the ground holding a root, <laughs> but you so you totally are. Yep, but yep. they're, uh, what Lawrence is saying, Wizard and Glass, is where it gets crazy in Dark Tower, which just started filming, by the way. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, because the fourth book is 99% flashback. And I love when people do that. Like, I kind of, I want to, uh, X-Men First Class kind of did this, hmm. but I would love to see hmm. a Avengers movie where they go, let's hit the brakes, let's go back, and then this is why I loved Half-Blood Prince, because I, th I thought that movie would have been awesome if they would have done it in the same way. I mean, it's easy for me to sit there and be like, oh, I would have done great when I made $800 <laughs> yeah, million yeah, dollars yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's very true. But um, I wanted to Fantastic Beasts or whatever, that's... That's kind that's of it. Kind well, of, in the past, yeah. but I, I love the fact that when you you have this big giant story like Dark Tower, and then all of a sudden they go, "Hold on, let's go back and see in the past and see why all this stuff affects the story." And people have done this with um, Star Wars. They called it the Machete Cut, which is the dumbest name I've ever heard. Oh, but yeah. what they do is they say you watch episode. Oh, I see. What you're yeah, saying. Yes, like you, yes. you four, five. four and five, and then you watch the prequels, and it builds up to Jedi. Right. And I'm like, I see what you're trying to do. Hmm. That's stupid, yeah. but um, <laughs> if you intend to do that as a creator, um, and you do that kind of like what Game of Thrones is doing, what uh, Wizard of Glass does, and what other things could potentially do, that's what I was hoping Harry Potter would have done with Half-Blood. I, I think that's... Lawrence is 1050, by the way. I don't know if you... Oh, I, th I think you. that's awesome, and that would be awesome to do. Production nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just like yeah. Yeah, utterly define every single everything. form of yeah. production template. Like yeah. you just, it's just a nightmare to think. <laughs> like it, thinking most ahead, you film it first, right? No. And then you just sit on it until it basically like it's time to use. Like it, it no. just is yep. awesome, but like it would never. Well, ever even even really Dark work. Tower because they're doing the first one, which is Gunslinger, which is basically a Western, which is great, Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, the second one. 
it gets weird. It gets really weird. It gets really fucking weird. It goes from well, that's when great. it gets transdimensional, like yeah. right, right off the bat. I love it. Yeah. I think it's great. Well, he, yeah. he basically he wakes up, he sees three doors, and the doors go places, and it's like they go weird places. I remember reading the book and go, "What the fuck is this?" It's like, Stephen King. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, well, that was the thing that clicked for me. I went, "Oh, he's an adult now." Yes, like the, yeah. he wrote Gunslinger when he was a yeah. kid. When he was like, he's, he went and saw the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, and was reading Lord of the Rings. And he's like, Terminator. I do exactly. both. Yeah. yeah. I, I Gunslinger, I thought did a so. I don't, Stephen King is a master writer, so I, I kind of go back and forth on how much to credit him with this, but Gunslinger does a really good job of dropping you in the middle of everything, explaining nothing, mm-hmm. but that also conditions you as a reader to just kind of roll with it. Like, the, you're, not, you're never told this will make sense until Wizard and Glass, when yeah. it actually does start clicking yeah. together, because that's when you get more of the backstory, more of the rules of the world. Yeah. You never really understand exactly what the rules are, aside from beams or holding things together and they're breaking or something. But, uh, Even those are just lights, yeah, or right? clouds, or something. Yeah. So it gets very ethereal. But the way Gunslinger opens, it's it you know it's pretty masterful. Which is like, you have you have a villain, you have a hero, mm-hmm. almost no expository about why he's chasing him, and and then goes into town, shoots up some zombies, pretty fucking awesome. And then all the while, as you as a reader, just like okay, I dig this character, mm-hmm. I kind of like this setting. I'm curious to know more. But the expectation has been set that I won't understand everything right away. Yeah. And then I'm if you go into the second how they're going to do the movie. That's yeah, the me thing. too. <laughs> Man, if they play it... Well, it's weird because if they play it like the book, there's going to be almost no dialogue for the first two-thirds of it. Yeah. Until he meets Jake, there's no, there's no talking. Yeah. Um, who's who's uh, directing? I have no idea. Do we know? I, I, I'll, look it up. I'll look it up trivia. right now. I also, thought it was Ron Howard, but I think that changed. That changed, right? It makes sense that they would greenlight that now after there are so many like big nerd properties that yeah, have become yeah. massive movie successes, but that is on another tier. I don't know how they're going to make someone, that Someone threw popular. that out there where they're like, they should do a Stephen King uh, universe? universe thing. Because it, it, all, there. it all is there, yeah. Because yeah. like, you could do a Stand movie and you could do... There was uh, that miniseries. Dark Tower, yeah. Watch the Stand Didn't, TV Yeah, I saw event. a few times. It's not good. No. Yeah, <sighs> it's not very... like Dauber from Coach Well, even like the there. creature It is supposed to be like... Uh, hey, what's his a name? Dis- Chatterwick or something like that. Something like, but he's Pennywise. 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 Yeah, yeah. But he's of? like he's like a disciple of the Crimson King, which yeah. is from Dark Tower. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Like, okay, it's all or like even the creatures from uh, the Mist, like oh. are mentioned in the Dark Tower. Like these, the lobstrosities and stuff are there. And like, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I got into weird. Did anyone watch territory. Creature? Oh, I. Oh, I need to. I don't know. Well, Wait, I thought it, it, it's this. It was, it was Sunday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, I should I watch it. it. All right. Well, you know, do the ad read? Yeah, for yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I guess as we as we wind down here, we would like to remind you that this podcast has been sponsored by War Dragons. You've seen very capable War Dragoning the entire podcast. <laughs> so uh, it's a mobile real-time strategy game where you control dragons to conquer your enemies. It's got co-op too, so you and another dragon dragon bro can team up to dragon flame your enemies. Uh, let's see here. You can. There are weekly in-game events, uh, goals, and all that stuff. It's basically got all the all the bells and whistles that you'd expect from a modern a modern mobile game. There's a lot of leveling up. You can crossbreed dragons to get your sweet eggs and then incubate those eggs to get more dragons. <laughs> it's good shit. It's like Pokemon crossed with a rail shooter, but also co-op. So uh, we, got a, we got a starter pack for people in the description. Go ahead and click that link to get your dragon adventure today. So thank you for your sponsorship, Award Dragons. Um, I, I had to play it to level up my like account so we would ha- know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Actually, I had, had some fun. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Those dragons are polygons, man. Jennifer, you having fun? I like this oh, chat yeah. too. I made a friend, Dark Forty Four Forty Four. We're yeah. we're we're dragon friends now. I noticed that. He got attacked though. Sorry, I wasn't there to help you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that earlier. I was like, please help. 
Got some and Google you didn't help. Millie, I got some Google Play achievements too, so that's good. There you go. I gotta level up my account. Gotta do get to value, that 20. Do you value the achievements on Google Play? No. Um, I would because they're I, they're doing it the right way. Uh-huh. Uh, and that there's there's both a level and every achievement has like a, a numerical value. Yeah. Uh, mm. And then the achievement tracking on Google Play is actually pretty good too. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, finish your Checking ad read. your email. Finish oh, this this. Ad reads done. Oh, sweet. I'm just I'm vamping about well, a serial achievement. So the uh, director of, of Dark Tower is the writer of the girl with the dragon tattoo, oh, not the Fincher one. The original one. one. The, the like original the book, one. The Swedish man. No, no, not oh, okay. not the the movie. Okay. Um, so he's the guy who adapted the book. Yeah, and he's the director, and like which means he's kind of a kind of a first time director. He's directed a few other f uh, yeah. features, like shorts and stuff, um, which doesn't bode well. Uh, also, another another guy that wrote, uh, he's writing the Dark Tower movie. Uh, is Akiva Goldsman, and he's written a ton of stuff, but like I didn't realize he was writing, the reason I laughed, is there's Transformers 7 in here and Transformers 8. There are, I, I, we are yeah. only in four, right? There have to be five and six have to be made. Yeah, sure. we got the new, the new trilogy with uh, Marky. I just like I can't, that. Can't wait to see where his I character like that goes. Michael Bay <laughs> doesn't let anyone else touch it. Yeah, this is mine. No, these are my okay. robots. We can, we can get literally anyone else to make mm. it. It's not a problem. You set the template. We got it. He's like, no, no, he wants it. I want it, baby. Just give a robot a megaphone, and it's a Lamborghini weird. pulls up on set and just makes the movie. Wouldn't have to <laughs> I really like it when Michael Bay does <laughs> movies that aren't Transformers, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I also like Transformers, so I'm a little torn. He's going to do Bad Boys 3, right? That's been, oh, yeah? 13 hours? Wait, has that? No, not yet. And I feel terrible about it's, that. It's out, I think you can rent it. I, yes! I, I do need to see 13 hours. I'm doing uh, I Maybe we need to do a 13 hours watch yeah. party. I would love it. Because it essentially, to me, I hoped it was basically Call of Duty the movie. Because mm -hmm. it's Michael Bay plus, like, stupid military action. It's I awesome. guess, but, like, again... Um, what Pain, Pain and, and Gain is like and Gain is one impeccable. of the best movies to come out it's that good. year. Yeah, like it's, really it's good. so amazingly it, done. It's ridiculous and like bizarrely constrained. I don't know. So like Bay always has his like Looney Tunes moment where there are characters that become literal cartoons. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a couple of scenes like that in Pain and Gain. I think that's how he sees people though. Yeah. Well, I was, the first time I was watching Pain and Gain, I was like, I can't tell if he admires these guys or thinks that they're idiots. And then the second viewing, I was like, okay, I'm pretty certain he thinks they're he doesn't think they're good people, no. but he can only view them through his lens, and he's acknowledging his own mental lens of the world. Mm. I don't. I, I think I like to give him too much credit, but man, Pain and Gain. <laughs> to me, Pain and Gain is a great movie. The theme of that movie was: this is ridiculous, and no human being should act this way. But this is America, so people yeah. can get away with that sort of thing. Like. America's the only place in the world where somebody this fucking stupid can figure out how to game the system because the system is so simple. And I feel like in that way, it's almost like Michael Bay saying, Hoorah? I did it, I did it by making fucking explosion titty movies. To be fair, they don't really get away with anything. No, you're right, yeah, in the end. Yeah, I mean, there is a consequence. It's, it's like the people watch the first, or the, watch the two thirds of Scarface and go, Good lesson yeah. learned. Yeah, yeah, right. But, but I mean, remember how it ends? What, what? a hero! There's an but ending. Even even with pain and gain, it's still like the the ending. The ending is shrugged off as kind of like, yeah, and then some other stuff happens. Well, but that's not the the interesting part of the story. The interesting part of the right. story is how they got. There. I know. So um, even Michael Bay focuses on the stuff that gives him a boner. I guess it's the know? what kind of person are you? Do you watch The Wolf of Wall Street and go, I I, I wish I was that guy, or do you go, wow, what, what a, a sad what life. an asshole, what a sad yeah. life? Because yeah. I think a lot of people walked out of the theater and went like. I want that. Yeah. You're like, did, did you? Okay. So I, that's why it's a good movie. I, we should talk about movies that are not from four years ago. Damn I watched because I, I two movies I don't think you guys have seen, and I keep forgetting to tell you. Uh, I saw Hardcore Henry. 
Okay. Shit. In, in theaters. Where? Uh, and it's fucking awesome. Is it out of theaters um, already? It, I, probably. It was in Fuck. Austin. You have I to watch it on a GoPro. I saw it in Austin. And then also... Uh, Missed it. I just saw The Nice Guys as well. Okay. Um, and The Nice Guys is good. It's a good movie. Everyone's Shane like Black raving movie. about it. Uh, it's good. I mean, yeah. like, it's not amazing, but it's good. Uh, Hardcore Henry is absolutely worth a watch, though. God, is there a sex so scene? Uh, in Hardcore Henry? I, I think the real question think is how there many is a sex, sex scene with Henry, but there is sex okay, that you see. Okay, so that was my that was my one fear. I I stayed awake late the other night just thinking about Har- Hardcore Henry. I don't know why. <laughs> you took a Zequil and you still like stayed up thinking about Hardcore. No, no, Henry. no. I this was earlier before when I couldn't oh. sleep. Um, and I remember thinking like, oh, I never saw that movie. And then I went, oh, I I don't think I'd like it if they did like a first person gratuitous like sexing because I'm just like, that would just be kind of gross. Like in Far Cry. No, no, it's really it's a really good movie. Yeah, like it's really cool. It's, yeah, that was weird. And it's, and it's a totally unique movie that, like, for an hour and a half, you're totally... You're, is you're it really Because it's long? completely different. What? I expected it to be, like, 75 minutes. It's, it's like, I think it's, like, 80 or 90 minutes. Damn, that's it's, impressive. It's short. I really... It's, fuck, I'm so pissed that I cool. missed it in theater. I don't it's know how cool. I did. Does Charlotte Copley do his chappy voice? I, at any point? He, he plays, plays, like, five characters, right? He plays, like, five... I mean, also, also I'm very biased. I love Charlotte Copley. Yeah, so it's, like, really great to see him do a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. Because he always does. I didn't know he played more than one character until that, like... That rooster teeth. Uh, there's a, and there's a very good explanation for it in the movie as well. So, oh. um, there's a, it's like a good explanation in production too. Uh, it's oh. because they filmed it over a really, really long time. Really? And he, he, it was ba- kind of not based only on his availability, but that. he was like, I want to do this. So then he would, oh. he'd be like, yeah, come back. But then it didn't make sense because they had already well, done the other stuff. So he'd come back and it do did, more. It, They made it make sense in the movie, I thought. Um, but yeah, it, it's good. You, you guys should definitely watch it. I would like to. So 13 hours. 13 Hardcore hours, Henry, yeah. maybe Nice Guys. Nice Guys is good. It's worth a to watch. To try and support original movies. We're all going to be injecting steroids into each other while like having just giant shakes, protein shakes, <laughs> while watching Hardcore Henry. It's good shit. We got we to go watch X-Men Apocalypse, too. I hear it's oh, X-Men Apocalypse. No. Yes, 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 yes. Ugh. Even if it's... I don't know how it could be that terrible. That's what I mean. It's reviewed incredibly it's poorly. Brian Singer has like, what is impeccable record, Last time I checked, it was at 50% on uh, Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Oh, really? It went up. That's not so bad. It went I up thought it like 35. Oh, I don't know when we checked. How are we doing we on our, checked we doing different times. So it may have well, gone down. Well, Lawrence uh, uncovered a conspiracy. I did. And there's a reason why that movie is so poorly yeah. reviewed. Why? Yeah. yeah. Disney's, Disney's pulling the strings, man. Oh, they're, Disney wants to keep them down. They're sending out hit squads for every superhero movie that's not Marvel. Mm-hmm. So they first they took down Batman v right. Superman. 52. That's now they're coming after not X-Men. So yeah. so we bad. need to change it over petition. Wait, one already exists. Yeah. To make President Obama save <laughs> comic book movies. <laughs> what? We were, we were leaving lunch the other day, and then Lawrence just pulls out his phone, and he's reading a change.org petition of saying, like, we... We want to change the fact that Hollywood is being influenced... Corrupt. ...or corrupted by these reviewers who... Just because a movie's not made by the studio Marvel, that they have to be reviewed poorly. We're tired of it. And this is like, what? what? Huh? But there are plenty of movies that are reviewed positively. No, Fantastic no, Four was much better than people would lead you to believe. Uh, so I, better, I not watched as bad it. as, is a better way to describe yeah. it than better than. <laughs> I love people better. to get mad about stuff. Okay. Like people that get mad about Ghostbusters. I mean, we're talking about that a little bit. Uh, I don't know, every, well, you, you can be mad, sure, but... It's a movie about I'm looking forward. Sh- I'm going to see it. Well, this is, haven't shown you enough to make a I'm decision as to whether or not I, it's I, well, I also want to give everyone a, a gigantic life lesson right now. Oh, because here we go. Popakovic. Well, everyone, everyone thinks you have two options if anything is presented oh. to you. Get mad about it or love it. Oh. There, 
the more insulting thing you could do, the more dangerous one you could do is right in the middle, and that's pure apathy. You just not care. Just yeah. ignore it. If you ignore it, it goes away. Yeah. But, but instead, everyone's like, fuck Ghostbusters. Ooh, Ghostbusters, that yeah. went up in the search terms. Like, yeah. oh, SEO, now it's going up. You're just creating awareness. Yeah, that's true. Stop. But how is everyone else going to know how brave you are for not reviewing <laughs> it? How brave? Unless you talk about it. <laughs> I, I, it's just like, it's so funny. Like, yeah, like, I don't want to, you know what? I don't want to talk about this thing, so I'm going to talk about it for a little bit. Yeah. And it's just like, well, just don't. Let me make a two-hour video telling you why I'm not going to talk about it. You should do that. Oh, man, I'd I love it. it. What is it, like a 90-second a, a teaser can result in a 20-minute video of some angry man yelling at his webcam. That's always kind of well, confounding. That those. confounds me because a 90-second teaser comes out for a movie that's a year away. They're not even done like shooting yeah. or yeah, yeah. editing the movie. And the, this teaser comes out and like, this looks like the worst movie in I the world. The like, you don't even know. The movie's not even close to I coming up, out. I looked up a lot of those videos about the first Force Awakens teaser. Yeah. It's a bunch of like dudes in their bedrooms with like bikini models on the walls <laughs> and they have like a goatee and they're just like yelling and kind of getting themselves a little winded at how angry they are about <laughs> this 90 second teaser. There was one guy who was going off and off about how if this movie were directed by George Lucas, he wouldn't get away with this. But you guys just love J.J. Abrams. That's basically his voice. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not being an asshole. That's what he's saying. Oh, yeah, that's what he sounded like. Um, well, I, I have a tip for everyone out there for who has that sort of mentality. Ooh, a tip. Bruce, you ever go to a little place called like uh, Brookstone? No, that, that's not what it's called. Oh. Borders? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the or, bookstore. Or the bookstore. Barnes and Noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no one with this If you ever see one of those paper things and the cover doesn't look like something you'd oh, be interested Yeah, that's it. And you see in <laughs> the cover, maybe it's like The Giver where it's just an old man. Yeah. Stupid. Don't, that's dumb. That looks stupid. That looks old stupid. Old man is stupid. You judge that paper look, thing by whatever's by on the front. You judge the book by its cover. Yeah, I mean, You're we can, maybe that. that'll catch on. It'll save you a lot of time. That's what it'll do. <laughs> I don't know. One last thing about Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it will be good or bad. I haven't seen enough to determine either way, um, as with most trailers. Sure. Um, I do <laughs> think that if you made a trailer today for Ghostbusters, the original film, it would probably be really stupid and feature a burp, burp, burp yeah. scene of a ghost going down and giving a guy a fucking blowjob, yeah. right? Which everyone is loves. That, is that in the movie? Woo, it's in the first movie, job. yes. It's technically, it's weird because it's technically a dream sequence yeah. in the movie. Yeah. This but is the movie people Dan Aykroyd's character has a dream that he's getting a blowjob from a ghost. very thinly veiled. It's like, oh, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, was it a dream? Wasn't yeah. it a dream? Mm -hmm. Kind of whatever. But like, it's still like, that's in the movie. Right. And I know it is a comedy. It's a very nuanced comedy. Bill Murray always kind of does those kinds of things. But that's not the clips that they would pick if they weren't, we're going to cut a trailer for audiences today. So Bruce and I, kind of had a, a moment where, so it's the same director as Spy, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which was a terrible trailer. The wor one of the worst trailers I've ever seen. And if and if they had called it something like Stripes, you know, or uh, what's another Bill Murray movie? I don't oh, know. I see Garfield. Um, Caddyshack. <laughs> Caddyshack. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So say Spy was called Caddyshack, people would have got even more mad and been like, oh, yeah. oh my God, they ruined they it. They ruined oh, Caddyshack, yeah. So this, we were talking which about this yesterday, but sucks, it, Ghostbusters. The problem going against Ghostbusters right now has the Cloverfield thing going along with it, where it's like, they probably could have just called it whatever they want, just done a completely different movie. But the problem is, they're like, well, we need this name because we need to market the movie. Yeah. The problem is, it's just something that people hold very dear. Everybody loves it, yeah. And I, this is the thing. This is more and more I'm thinking, like, this might actually be an okay movie because I enjoyed Spy. It's the same director. I did too. Not yeah. a big Melissa McCartney fan. McCarthy? McCarthy, McCarthy yeah. McCarthy, yeah. Um, but she was actually pretty good in Spy, so yeah. I'm like, I'm alright with that director. I don't know. Kristen Wiig, 
Yeah, I like Kristen Wiig a lot. Right? However you feel about Melissa McCarthy, it looks like some people, like she has potential to be funny despite what her resume calls her to do most of the time. Yeah, I think it's about her. Kate McKinnon, who doesn't say a single thing in the trailer, is one of the funniest working comedians today. Right. Like, bar none. So, like, there's talent there. There's definitely talent. I'm I'm kind of like, I'm not crazy about that director. I never saw Spy, but I've seen everything. You saw us laughing at it. I saw you guys laughing at it. I've seen. I, so I, I thought Bridesmaids was a little too long for its own good. He cut his teeth um, on Arrested Development, and I'm, and that's all kind of like that's where I always go back to is that yeah. he directed a lot of Arrested Development episodes. I, I, I don't. Well, the thing is, I'm probably not going to go see it in theaters. Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm definitely. Gonna I, I don't know. I, yeah, I me mean, too. No, the, the thing is, I'm just not one of those. I'm not one of those who believe that because this movie comes out. The government's gonna come to my house and take my DVD copy of oh, Ghostbusters yeah, away yeah, from yeah, me. Yeah. That movie ruin, will always exist. Yeah. Ruin the legacy of Ghostbusters. I and think. and if the thing is not the good, legacy. I will just continue to choose to ignore. It. One thing I can say definitively is that trailer is garbage. Hmm. The trailer sure. is it's not. It's not good. a great trailer. The, 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 yeah. the first trailer, or the inter- the international trailer, where I seen the Chris Hemsworth draws boobs on their ghost icon, I is kind of okay. giving me a chuckle. So it's, it's I haven't seen tough that one. because I saw the first one, and the first one was terrible. This is this is me being uh, contrarian mm-hmm. or or even apologist, but I I know they know what they're doing, and I feel like if they make a shitty trailer, they make it for a reason, and that's because maybe the first trailer is meant to appeal to middle America with like fart jokes and people falling down. And the the score remastered on the mournful piano, it's I'm sure it, I'm sure it had a number of marketing agendas that it had to hit, hmm. and none of those were probably accurately represent the movie. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm kind of that doesn't make it good. That doesn't make it okay. No. But it, it, I do I do at least want to throw the idea out there that they probably know what they're doing, and just because that is not what you want to see right now doesn't mean that the whole thing's terrible. Hmm. Ah. We're gonna do the post show, by the way. Yeah, we do. It's, it's, time's up. Uh, just so you guys know, we we have now moved to the fan show or fan house. Uh, you know, uh, branding depending. We gotta have a long meeting about that. <laughs> We've now shifted it after the podcast, so stay tuned. We're gonna look at some fan art, and there's a there's a new feature in Google Slides. I'm excited to bust out. <laughs> oh God damn it! We'll see how this works out. So <laughs> thanks everybody break. for listening to the podcast. Thanks to our sponsors, War Dragons, Blue Apron. Dang it! And uh, we'll be right back trailers. in just a bit. Hey Omar, throw up that cool picture again. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I should have been posing that way. We're right. gonna fix Bruce's finger. I'm kind of doing that. Yeah. 